Welcome to Between Alpha and Omega. I'm your host, Timothy Farr, and with me on the couch, I have Drew Yo. and Curtis. Hello. Nick is at work, and I haven't asked Caleb to be on yet. Uh, hopefully, I'll have him on a solo episode. Caleb, you're for listening. I love you. Um, we are live streaming still. You can vi- visit us on twitch.tv backslash Between Alpha Omega and watch our show there live on the first and third Saturdays of every month at 1.30 Central Standard Time. Also, the YouTube channel, which will be in the description of this podcast or on the Twitch. You can see it there. I'm also shocked to everyone here because I didn't tell them because I just looked at my notes and realized I didn't tell you guys in our Twitch pre-stroll that I'm going to be changing the date of when I release the podcast. It's now going to be Mondays instead of Thursdays. So this will be the last podcast that gets released on the second and fourth Thursday. It'll now be the second and fourth Monday. The reason why I did it like that before is it gave me plenty of time in the before time to edit and make the show look and sound or sound pretty. Not look because it's a podcast. With your mind eyes. With your mind eyes. Unless you looked at like the audio file and saw the, uh, I don't know what you call those wavy lines. It's it's called a waveform. Thanks. Unless you looked at that, then you could see it being pretty. Uh, And then (laughs) once we went live, I stopped editing because I was like, well, no point in that anymore. Yeah. (laughs) So now I don't need ample time to edit. So that's why there's a move. Um, I'm also, this is kind of a life update, but a little something something since i doing the pre-roll and i'm talking about the website i plan on doing a vlog when i go down to texas which will hopefully happen later february or march i'll be driving to texas in my mustang and i'm probably going to put up a vlog on the website slash youtube channel so it'll it'll be only there so make sure you're subscribed to the youtube channel if you want to see that vlog happen uh because it won't be podcast because it would be weird that would be weird. Yeah. Car cast. Car cast. Steve will try to do that. Yeah. How did that go? Uh, he stopped doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Comedians in cars with coffee. Well, that's situation. a. <laughs> that's a. Seinfeld, right? Yeah, that's Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. He, he does, that's a Netflix thing. Mm-hmm. It sucked. Don't do it. <laughs> it was actually the origins of this podcast. Uh, I wanted to do like a car show like that where you get in someone's car and like go to a different destination and kind of just talk. Yeah, I don't know. I think Jerry Seinfeld is just not meant for that and it didn't work out in me, in my mind. I mean, there's like multiple seasons of it, so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm also not famous, so who's going to give a crap about? Yeah, no Tim, one's going to get in your car. To me. Get in my car and talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. I have, I have candy. I'm going to go back to my groceries. <laughs> Pull up to a random person. Hey, <laughs> Let me drive your car, <laughs> and we'll have a conversation. Ugh, I have candy. Would you like some candy? Tim, you don't offer candy to strangers. Oh. doesn't matter what age they are. <laughs> Is that what I've been doing wrong? Yeah. Is that why I don't have many friends? <laughs> Is that why every time I try to ask a girl out on a date, she just runs away? <laughs> I have candy. I have candy. Uh, so what's been going on with you, uh, you guys? It's been a couple of weeks. We don't record on the fifth Saturday, so it's been what three weeks now. Yep. Yeah, something like that. Curtis, any life updates? Uh, nothing really. Just been dog sitting at my parents' place and playing with a Rottweiler. She's a lot of fun, but she's dumb as rocks and <laughs> not graceful. Nice. Perfect. Sounds like a Rottweiler. Yeah. Otherwise. 
that's been my excitement. It's been my joy wow. playing with a dog. Cool. Which, that's the only thing going on in your life. Perfect. Just well, keeping it low key. Low key. That's fine. That's fine. How about you, Drew? Uh, well, let's see here. There's not a lot of updates. Um, my son is teething, and he's only three months old, so that's fun. Um, my sister-in-law is moving out of my house in three weeks, and I'm going to take over the room that she was using and have a bigger office now, so that's going to be good. Hopefully... With a bigger office means air circulation will be better, so it won't be a freaking furnace in my office at all times. Um, and that's, I mean, that's really it. I mean, the Super Bowl is on Sunday. Yep. The Chiefs are playing the, the Bucks. Go Chiefs. So you're not as exuberant this year as you were last year. No, because they've already won. Gotcha. So, gotcha. And they've already proven that they're the best team in the league, so I don't have to win again. To prove that. Okay. Also, I'm getting weary of talking about it because there's so many bitter-ass St. Louis Rams fans, like, you know, obviously old Rams fans that are not fans anymore because Kroenke moved them to L.A. that have just decided that it's the Chiefs owner's fault that the Rams moved to L.A. So it's a whole big discussion that I can hammer on another podcast. (laughs) But uh, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you used to be a Rams fan and you're mad at other former Rams fans for being Chiefs fans, go fuck yourself. (laughs) I was going to say, is this whole, like, thing warranted? No, it's so stupid. I was going to say, like, I don't know what the owner of the Chiefs would have anything to do with the Rams moving. Uh, he, um, he, as well as th- 29 other owners out of 32 owners, voted yes to let Kroenke move uh, the Rams. And then he was also on the stadium committee for the new stadium here in St. Louis, and he voted no against it. Because why would you vote yes if they're going to move to L.A.? Makes sense to me. <laughs> Business decisions. But apparently he's slimy. And very morally inept for are. making business decisions. That's what I'm saying. They all are. Yeah. That's what I'm are. saying. <laughs> like, this guy is not any better or worse That's than anybody else that owns an NFL team. I'm just like, fucking put your stupid rage on Kroenke. The Chiefs have done nothing wrong. You're just mad that we're better than you. Sorry. <laughs> like, just get over it. I Like, my cousin Allie's boyfriend last night posted something on Facebook about it, and I just saw these... People just keep talking about what we're talking about now with the the ownership problem. I didn't say anything, but I'm just like, you guys know that, like, logically, your reasoning for hating the Chiefs, like, makes no sense. Like, you need to hate the league. It's not just a Chiefs problem. You yeah. need to hate this the league. The NFL yeah. is the problem. Yeah. Right. Like, direct your rage somewhere else, but... And they're like, go Bucks, And I'm like, yeah, I'd rather root for a proven cheater that's actually playing in the game than root for the Chiefs because apparently the organization's slimy. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Mahomes is actually also a decent human being. Yeah. And Wayne, or I almost said Wayne Brady. I'm sorry, Wayne Brady. Tom Brady. 
<laughs> Tom Brady is not. I don't think no he's relation. a bad human being. I just think he cheats at football. Like that kind of makes him like a not great human being. Yes, you're right, but still, like he cheated anything. True. No. Make that sure you quitter. Make you lazy. Yeah. So that's my that's my short football rant for this podcast. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I know the city of St. Louis is suing San Cronky and the NFL. I do know that. Yep. Good. Yeah, it's a thing. Good. It's been going on for a while, but yeah. And the, Chiefs, had... the Chiefs and Clark Hunt have nothing to do with your team. No. Like, no. shut up. Uh, well, I mean, like Kansas City, they only have one sports team. The Chiefs. Well, I guess the Royals. Yeah, they, they have, have the Royals. Royals. The Royals and don't then really the M- count. MLS team. Yeah, too, but but St. Louis wanted a football team, a hockey team, a really big hockey team, and a really huge baseball team, and a soccer team. Like, there's no way. The city is only like even St. Louis County is only like 2.5 million people. You're, you're not LA. You're just not. Yeah. Sorry. Like yeah, we, three football teams. Exactly. What? Basketball. Yeah. Soccer. I, I would even argue, like, St. Louis is not big enough for a soccer team, and I know I'll get a huge lot of flack for that because there's, like, a massive soccer thing here in St. Louis, but it's, like, two major sports teams, the Blues and the Hockey, who have had years of history. Yeah. Like, you, it, it's almost – it's you know how hard it is when the St. Louis Cardinals and the Blues played, like, on the same day? You know, like, the city just, like – Grinds to a halt. It because, really does because everything is just so panicked. Yeah, I was Uber driving in those days, and it was just miserable. Yeah, because like I just need to go like a mile, and I'm like, well, <laughs> nope, I'll get you there. <laughs> Could take us 45 minutes. Probably get there faster walking, but right. I'll just, take your money. It's fine. Yeah, right. We, I have AC. <laughs> we just can't handle. I think more than two major sports franchises in the state. In the city, maybe if they're like Springfield or something, that would maybe be okay. But who wants to put a sports team in Springfield? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they already did. There is the minor league Cardinals down there. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, because I think even like well, the, and here's the uh, the other thing. Like ours are in downtown St. Louis. Arrowhead Stadium's like out. Arrowhead and Kaufman are next to each other, and they're like forty minutes away from the city. Yeah, yeah. Isn't the Royals like right on the border of Missouri and Kansas City, like close to? Uh, they're like, or is it in Missouri? No, it's in Missouri. I was gonna yeah. say it's very much in Missouri. Yeah, they. It's um, both stadiums are probably forty-five minutes away from the border of Kansas and Missouri, but they they're right next to each other. They have their own complex away from the city, right? So that you can go there. And park and not have to deal with all the bullshit of the city too. Well, the old blues was right, like far yeah. away from the city. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Where, where uh, like yeah, like we're like close to the science center is now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. where that emos sits. There's that right across the streets where they used to be by the Chrysler plant. Yeah, and Fenton near that area. No, it was further out, wasn't it? Yeah, it was more closer to the science center. Yeah, I was gonna say it was, yeah, was like, gonna, it was like literally down it's the street. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know, I know that complex now is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to not be in the city, so it kind of made sense. Yeah, and the old St. Louis Cardinal football team used to play at Bush Stadium. Yep. So, and then they built that stupid TWA dome for the Rams, and <sighs> yep. 
Now it's they're empty. With nothing going on in it. And same with the family arena. Like, yep. I, you can find a concert there every once in a while, but. Yep. And some maybe minor league soccer, I think, happens there. Could see that. Like the uh, owner of the Cardinals, he's the smartest out of any of them. Right. Uh, oh, what's his name? DeWitt? I think it's DeWitt, yeah. I don't know yeah. about the Cardinals. I don't either. I just pretend I do. He, uh, so, like, the Cardinals franchise used to own, like, everything that's right around the stadium. Oh, and then they sold it to the yeah. developers. Well, they sold it to make parking lots right. and developers. And he essentially, like, out alone for, like, what, it was billions of dollars that he bought the franchise for. And then he made all that money back just by selling off all the property around the stadium. Yeah. And just keeping the stadium. It's really smart. Hey, but be careful. That's slimy business. I can't believe he would do something like that. Well, I mean, <laughs> all the sports fra- franchises are slimy. I know. Because it's all taxpayer money just, that they mm-hmm. do it with. Like, Yeah. Even the guy I really like that runs the Blues, he's taking taxpayer money and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the Blues have always been kind of screwed. They, like, signed a... 30-year contract with the city and got fleeced on a lot of the things and, like, the catering that they do, they got completely fleeced on. So, yeah, the Blues have been, like, struggling for, like, 20, 30 years. Yeah. Hopefully not anymore after we won the Cup. But, you know, COVID hit and, you know, of course, one of the last legitimate Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The last one didn't happen. Well, they only played, like, what, 40 games or something like that. that. And then this year it's only like 40 games. Yep. <clears throat> and they like redid the league. Uh, I haven't even really been paying attention. I haven't watched anything for quite some time. Yeah, I just haven't had any interest in it. I think we're in the West Division now. Yeah, they like redid that the divisions. Doesn't make any sense to me. Like why we're in the West. Yeah. Because we were in the central, and then they like moved us to the west, and they like redrew all the lines and stuff. So like we were facing, like Phoenix, a couple of times. Like that would yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we already beat Phoenix once. Well, I think we lost last night. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Uh, whatever. I just, whatever, whatever makes these billionaires happy. I guess. <laughs> I guess we can talk a little bit about that before we get into the main topic of, uh, and I'm not really informed on this, but the whole GameStop controversy that's happened. Do you guys? I don't know anything about any of it because no. I, I know really about don't it. give a shit. <laughs> I know, I know how the whole market process loosely works. It's kind of difficult to explain. I know how it loosely works, and I find it hilarious that these people on Reddit do the same things that these billionaires do, and then they panicked that. The common Joe was doing the exact same they, thing they were, and then like shut it down. Yep, that's basically what's happened. Yeah, I know. I just, <laughs> I just don't give a shit. <laughs> that's what I got out of everything. Like, oh, so you mean the thing that you've been doing since the stock market existence, where you just control the money and like inflate things for your purposes, and now you're mad that you didn't think of it? Oh, well, it's not that they didn't think of it. It's something that's been going on with GameStop for a long time, and like this hedge fund has made a ton of money just off of GameStop by betting it short. Mm-hmm. Um, but people caught wind of it. I don't even know what their motivation was. It was a Reddit thread. Well, I know I I got that part. It was just them screwing around, saying, 
you know what would be funny? If we did this. Yeah. And they did it. And it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> and they also point, or made it on face value that Robin Hood is not the app that it says it is. Yeah, because they like... Uh, they froze and like took all those stocks and just started selling it out from underneath them. Uh, but you know, if a billionaire does it, it's completely fine and legal. And yeah. We're not going to say anything about it. Yeah. Because uh, that's what an actual free market is. Yeah. It's when the billionaires control it. Yep. Absolutely. It's hilarious to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, these people making a bunch of money uh, betting on GameStop. Which I don't I don't even know how GameStop still exists in this country anymore or at all. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I went to a GameStop, what they even do anymore because it's like everything's digital. Who the fuck buys physical copies of games? The last physical copy I bought was in twenty eleven. I went to a midnight release at a GameStop for Skyrim. And I remember getting the disc and popping it in my computer and it took me to Steam and started downloading the game. And that was the last time I b- bought physical media. <laughs> yeah. They do have what, what's fun, what was fun about those is like the posters and the memorabilia they would give away. Yeah, that was always fun. The memory, the experience was always good. Yeah, yeah. But now I, who knows what they actually make their money off of? Screwing people over by selling and buying their consoles. Yeah. But I know they have a bunch of like memorabilia stuff, like a lot of like figurines and. That's what they really need to like focus instead of like being like a video game being store. A video game store be a video game memorabilia store exactly. And like so, like board games and like stuff that you need physical copies for mm-hmm. because like video games have gone all digital now. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't use Steam, you can use like Epic or. Uh, GOG or even Amazon you can download games off of now. I, yeah. There's no real point of having a brick and mortar store for video games anymore. Xbox game store, P- PlayStation game store. Unless unless they go like the route retro which was Funko Land, which GameStop bought, uh used to be like a retro video game store where like you could buy uh oh, okay. Super Nintendo games and yeah. regular Nintendo games and Genesis games. Mm-hmm. I mean, Those are cool, and like also accessories. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But like you can also controllers, just, headsets, stuff like that. But you can always find it cheaper on other places rather than going to GameStop. Yeah, but the only thing that I have to say against that is if you need a controller today, you are not willing yeah, to wait the two true. or three days for shipping. Like I want to get this controller today and get out of the way. Yeah. But I'd rather go to like the, Target. <laughs> yeah, not arguing with that one bit. <laughs> or Best Buy. Yeah. And not deal with the weird manager that wants to sell me Game Informer in their subscription yeah. thing. Target, I can see. It's actually, like, by comparison, I'm just thinking about the GameStop near us. Like, it's yeah. easier to get to the GameStop near us than it is to get to the Best Buy. Yeah, that's true. Because that Best Buy is, like, tucked in the end of that, like, strip mall there. Mm-hmm. And there's only one exit and one entrance. Yep. There's the worst strip in the entire, of all West County to get to. Yeah, I went there uh, recently with Nick to get an Ethernet cord because we needed it now. And How so sad was everybody inside? It was like a ghost town, and it's like, why is this building so big and all this empty space, and who's actually buying stuff from Best Buy anymore? Like, all those DVDs and stuff, like, who buys DVDs anymore, yeah. I guess? 
or like music like why do you need a store so big and even like their computer products are like the generic like crap yep. yeah there's nothing to that stuff i guess maybe like uh sound entertainment and tv like that type of electronics but i don't know why that store exists still yeah doesn't make any sense it doesn't and i whatever good luck best buy <laughs> <laughs> um any other live updates nothing man why am i the one always having like these huge things because I live quietly in your house and trying to save money, because I don't, so I don't actually live a real life. Uh, I don't either. I just pretend to. That's fair. Yeah, a, a lot of my stuff is. I mean, like, I can start making stuff up. I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Last lot week of, I fought a dragon. Uh, we're going to fight dragons. We are. Uh, I mean, that's why they call it Dungeons and Dragons. I'm going to just have dungeons with dragons in them. And that's it. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Murlocs, just to piss off Drew. The dragons are actually going to be giant mur- flying Murlocs. <laughs> I will quit immediately. Or Rainy Man's uh, <laughs> Tongue tied. Yeah. Rainy Man. I can't even say it now. Perfect. <laughs> We're going to sit here. Savage, the Macho Man. Oh. <laughs> I love that mod on Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> I told Nick about the Skyrim mods because you rebought Skyrim, mm-hmm. <laughs> the special edition. And I was like, oh, mods. <laughs> mods. It really makes that game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the Thomas the Train thing. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty yeah. good, too. Ding, 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 ding. The fun times with Skyrim mods. I remember uh, I had like 150 mods running at once one time. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because I was really into like the immersion mods that make uh, everything really pretty and like ambient sounds and texture packs and it just becomes a lot. And yeah, extra dialogue for the guards so they're not always talking about getting shot in the knee. Like just stuff like that. Which are like huge files. Like I had like half my SSD once it's filled with Skyrim mods at one time. And I've still thought about playing it. You're doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Just feeding into Bethesda's whole Skyrim trap. Yeah. I mean, the thing that sucks about that game is I will spend more time like downloading and looking at all the mods. Then you will actually playing it. Yeah. When I actually like get ready to play the game, I'll be like, you know what? I'm bored. I don't want to play this. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's because like I played so much of it when it came out. Like there's nothing new for me in that game. No. Like I'll start doing a mission and be like, oh yeah, I remember what I have to do here. Mm-hmm. I did one playthrough where and there's this mod called Second Life or a different life or whatever like that. So instead of doing like you're on the cart and you go to that town and the dragon shows up. It literally just starts you randomly wherever you want. Like you can be a pirate that was shipwrecked. So then you're like in this camp and you just wake up and you know, you're out in the world or you're living in a city or, you know, just a different life other than you're the dragonborn. Mm-hmm. So, so to speak, unless that was randomly found on the border. Yeah. Or just randomly on the map, uh, anywhere. Like you could sh- show up in solitude and like have a house and, all that stuff. It was a really cool mod. And I forgot what I was even talking about. 
We were just talking about Skyrim and how it was a trap. <laughs> and how boring it actually is because... Oh, oh, I had a playthrough. This is where I was going with the story. I had a, a playthrough where I l- literally just walked around. And whatever map icon popped up, I would just go enter that place. I wouldn't actually start a mission, do any of the quests. I would just walk around and whatever popped up on my map, I would go to and investigate. Yeah. Which led to like weird stuff happening where like, oh... I'm just suddenly in a quest now. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I shouldn't have killed that guy because I haven't done that quest yet. Cool. So, you know, finding stuff like that. And then it's like, oh, yeah, every single tomb is Draugr. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Every single one. Yes. Or Falmer. Uh, oh, I'm in Blackreach now. Cool. Look more Draugr. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, so I got kind of uh, why I haven't started that game again. Yeah, I've been playing Rim- Rimworld, which uh, I have like two hundred hours in, and that's where my life is going. Fun. Yeah, I've been playing the Mega Man X series. That's fun, nice. nostalgic for me. Nice. Good. I know Drew, you're still playing Hunt yeah. and another game that I don't have any clue about. Below. Oh, below. Yeah. Um. You ever heard of the sword and sorcery games? It, it started out as a mobile game. Ish. It's it's Capybara games. Same div, uh, devs that made that, made below. It's totally not up your alley. It's like a super indie roguelike hmm. uh, that's like kind of like Dark Souls where it's super freaking hard. Nice. So, you know. Yay for the narcissists out there. You'll love this game. <laughs> well, you were playing Hades for a while. I was playing Hades quite a bit, and then I got pissed because I've almost beaten Hades multiple times, and then something stupid happens and I die. Perfect. So, yeah. Yeah, I did play Cyberpunk and never again. Yep. I haven't touched it in a really long time. Yeah, they just keep screwing it up more and more and more. So It's hilarious. I'm going to wait until the first round of DLC comes out to probably touch it again. Yeah, I may try it then again. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I know all the patches that they've tried to do to fix things have made everything worse. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. It's phenomenal. It's great. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And they've really turned into like EA now. And it's kind of sad. Yeah. But at least they're offering free DLC. Yep. So... That makes me really sad because I was hoping at some point they were going to have another Witcher game. Uh, I think Witcher 4 is in production. Yeah, I believe they started like two years ago. But I don't know if it's going to be Geralt. Yeah, I think it's going to be Siri. Or not even have like anything to do with that. Yeah, potentially. Like it's going to be another Witcher or something. Because if you played the DLC for The Witcher 3... They kind of give Geralt the uh, riding in the sunset. Ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Like you, you get married to like Trish or Yennefer, and you settle down in your winery. Yep. Yeah, but who knows? Who knows? There was rumors that Siri was supposed to show up in Cyberpunk, and never has. Nope. Yep. So, hmm, don't know. I don't even know like what games are coming out like this year or. Any notion of, like, the next big game. Yeah, I haven't been keeping up with gaming, really, on the next big thing for a while. Back for Blood. I have never heard of it. June. It's the Turtle Rock Studios, the devs that made Left 4 Dead. 
Oh, they, yeah, yeah, They yeah. split from Valve and have been able to purchase rights to make their own game again. So I, I think that is on my list. list. So a less, uh, Left 4 Dead-esque game? No, it is, it is Left 4 Dead. Ooh. It is literally Left 4 Dead, but it's called Back 4 Blood now. And, uh, th- I mean, there's new features to it. But, like, they had to, they had to change, you know, uh, characters. They can't use any of the same stuff from the old games because Valve is an asshole and sure, sure. stole everything from them. Right. Um, so, but, it, yeah, it's coming out in June. I watched people play the closed alpha, and, like, from what I could tell, there wasn't a lot wrong with the game to begin with. So I think they're already on the right track. Mm-hmm. And it should be pretty polished and ready to go. I mean, I I trust Turtle Rock to right. produce something nice. Well, so. and it's not like Left 4 Dead didn't have glitches. Well, yeah, but it was funny. Yeah, you know, it, was it, never it wasn't like, anything like game breaking. No, it, it was never just... like I'm pissed because I can't do what I'm supposed to do. It's just right. like, oh, this. Oh, somehow works. I got launched up on this roof. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. Okay, I'll stay here. <laughs> <laughs> now the zombies can't get me. Right. Yeah, I do vaguely remember that. I know. Um, Oh God! Uh, the Skyrim people—I can't think of their name right now. Bethesda. Bethesda is making a game uh, that's going to be like in the space. Starfield. Well, I have no idea when that's coming out. Obsidian has a game that's supposed to be like an Old Scrolls ripoff. Yeah. That's coming out. Don't know when. Um, I know there's a few games though that are like that from like AAA studios that are like coming, but I'm sure COVID put everything in the back seat. So yeah. I, I don't know. There's a title that I'm really interested in that's supposed to be coming out this year. It's called Atomic Heart, and it's a Russian developer. And they've been saying that they're going to release the game since 2019, but they just haven't because they're not done. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like it's ready. So they just keep pushing it. They're like, we don't give a shit if you're mad. We're going to release it when we want to. But it's it's like mixed steampunk with Blade Runner. Interesting. And turn it into an RPG. Mm. It looks like visually it looks like one of the best games I've ever seen. Nice. So, yeah. I do know EA uh, lost the exclusivity for Star Wars games. Yep. So Lucasfilm can pick it up again. Well, yeah. Lucas, Lucas Arts, yeah. Well, it's not Lucas Arts anymore. It's Lucasfilm Games. Okay. Yeah. That's what they're called now. And they've already lo- uh, set a couple of titles. Yeah. Um, I think Ubisoft is working on a big Star Wars RPG game that's probably going to be like Assassin's Creed meets meets Jedi or something. Yep, and we'll see how that goes. Um, but other than that, it's been kind of quiet, like on the games. Like COVID really threw off a lot of things. I think. Yeah, it yeah really fucked with a lot of timelines. Like there's games that were supposed to be out a while ago now that like we don't even know what's going on at all anymore. right like the new the new halo infinite yeah infinite 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 uh got like pushed back yeah uh, to infinity that was supposed to be a release title for the xbox one series x yep and it's not nope <laughs> uh and then after the botch launch in my opinion of cyberpunk i think a lot of these developers have gone oh yeah maybe we should uh not do that well maybe that you know that's like the wake-up call that the devs need to be like, okay, we need to stop screwing around. Yeah, hopefully. So. Hopefully. Knock on wood. Um, yeah. 
I know a bunch of big companies are buying other big companies, so we'll see how that goes. Microsoft bought Bethesda. Uh, Tencent is rumored to buy 2K and Rockstar, which would be horrible. Yeah, I really fucking hope that doesn't happen. Um, so we'll see. Tencent? Tencent is this giant Chinese developer that owns like all of the mobile games and yeah. like Epic. All of their shit is pay to win. Yeah, all of those. And they own like Epic, I think. Yeah. They own like 40% of Epic and... Uh, yeah, they're really predatory and they're ideals and they like um are Chinese developers who like have a lot of sway in what happens in our video games and it's terrible. Yeah. That's I thought Oh no, it was Gearbox. <laughs> who bought Gearbox? Someone bought Gearbox, I know what you're talking about. Hmm? I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. It might be Epic. As everyone's looking on their phones to figure out what I'm talking about. I was just also trying to remember if there's any other games. Yeah, I can't. I have a couple that, I mean, you would never be interested in, but like Biomutant. Um, Embracer Group. That's a game that's been like, they've been talking about it since like 2017, and they're finally, they've said it's coming out in 2021. Nice. In the springtime, I think. So that's cool. Um, and there are games... I think there's other games that are, like, smaller or, like, game updates for me that are supposed to be coming soon that I'm excited about. Like, Hunt, the game that a lot of us play pretty religiously. They're supposed to be releasing a new map and a new boss. Nice. So that's kind of big time for them because it's been basically the same for over a year and a half. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been stuck on RimWorld, and I know there's a DLC that I haven't bought that is pretty recent. Uh but I, I I wanted to reintroduce myself to the game before yeah. I downloaded the DLC. Wanted to reintroduce yourself to the body storage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious, Curtis. Uh, you probably have no idea, but um, it's hilarious. So you like you ha- you start out. The whole premise of the game is that you crash landed on a planet, and you kind of have to figure your stuff out, like build a colony and survive. But then there's, like, random events, like raiders will show up, and you have to defend your base, so it becomes, like, a tower defense game where you have to have security and people with bullets. But then this get, it gets really, like, uh, detailed and, like, minuscule what you have to do, like, micromanage stuff. Like, when you kill a raider, you can leave the body there, or you can pick up the body and put it in storage and, like, harvest their organs. And then you have to bury the body somewhere. Like, it gets that kind of ridiculous. Hmm. Yeah, and then there's random events, so it's not only just raiders. Like, I got attacked by man-eating donkeys one time, man-eating monkeys one time, man-eating Yorkies one time, and then all these creatures, and even humans, you get their skin, so, like, you can have human leather or Yorkie leather, (laughs) (laughs) and, like, make furniture out of it, (laughs) or clothes out of it. Um, Are you working on making a... uh turning a human into a walrus. <laughs> I wish that was the thing that you could do in the game, but you can like capture people and like cut off their leg and install like peg legs on them or you know, just have a leg in Tim your has a colonist that's a nudist and she's mad because she has to wear clothes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have one that's a cannibal that I don't allow him to eat human flesh. And, the, and the, like Not ra- even the Raiders? What? Not even the Raiders? No. 
No, because you get the shakes and there's like negative effects that yeah. happen. Yeah. So like the lady that's a nudist is always just a- slightly angry because she has to wear clothes. <laughs> like her, so her mood goes down a little bit. So then you have to manage that and like make sure they have enough recreation time to like play instead of working all day and surviving. It's, it pleases my brain. It really does. Fair enough. It, uh, for me, it's a, a game franchise. It's over 20 years old. Yeah, the Mega Man. Uh, like one time, uh, it happened last night where one of my auto turrets killed the raider, and the only thing that was left was the head. So they had to bury the head. <laughs> <laughs> just random stuff like that, and just getting attacked by like mad Yorkies. Yorkies, it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing, and they get blown away by the auto cannon. It's just fantastic. <laughs> And it's not like realistic graphics, like this whole like pixelated art and the people look like just heads with bodies. Like it's really 2D, like yeah. top down view. It's just very pleasing to me. Mm. And all the funny stuff that just happens randomly. Like I've had a couple of couples get married and then have affairs and get divorced and then they're angry, but then they're sleeping with somebody else. And yeah. And then the dogs get pregnant, like. Whatever. <laughs> so then I have just a whole bunch of dogs now because they keep getting pregnant. I'm like, cool. Then you have to food manage because now you have colonists and animals eating your food supply. Yeah, you have animals. You can eat them. Yeah, you can do that. You can slaughter anything that you own. Uh, I have a thing called a boomalope, which is a uh, explosive. It's like, it's like an atomic. <laughs> an atomic antelope. antelope. Yeah. So it like has this huge thing on its back and it excretes chem, chem what's called chem fuel, which you can burn in your power station uh, as a fuel source. Or if you shoot them, they just explode. <laughs> 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 uh, so then things catch on fire and then you have to manage that. Uh, it's a whole thing. So that's what I've been doing for hours. I'll watch like a TV, something like The Expanse, and then be playing this game. Or watching Critical Role or something like that, and just be in my happy brain space. Show you a happy brain I get space. It. Thanks. Uh, uh, compared to the chaos, and this is my life update. We've been talking like forty minutes about video games. My life update. Uh, I, I work one day a week now. I did revolunteer to go in the office, so I work one day a week, uh, which is Thursdays. In case anyone cares, one day a week. I care for six hours. Uh, uh, at a time so one day a week six hours and it, it is mass chaos it is that meme of community where uh he walks Troy in Troy walks in the room with the pizzas and everything's on fire it's literally like that no one knows what's happening no one knows what they're doing they're making up policies and bond policies the latest thing and i'm uh, again always vague about what i do because i don't want to dox myself and i do work for the federal government so there's that um <clears throat> They're trying to uh, basically do the impossible. I have to work in the facility because all of our stuff is paper records still. Their their new plan is to digitalize all of the living people records. So like, I don't know, 25 million people and digitalize them. Uh, but that's done by a different government agency who doesn't want to give us access to our records that we have loaned to them to be digitalized. They don't want to give us access to that program. Yeah, it's awesome. So uh, they don't know what they're doing with that. So you have two government agencies yelling at each other and, you know, threatening each other and all kinds of awesomeness. Uh, the latest plan is that we're all going to start working from home. 
uh, and they have no procedure or policy on how that's going to happen or what we're going to do other than we're supposed to work eight hours and that's it. I don't know. (laughs) They don't know, but that's their plan and that's what we're going to do. Uh, Congress has given us a whole bunch of money to do this, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, So eventually in uh, late March, April, May, I'll have a laptop. October. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I'll get the laptop probably in late spring, early summer, and not have anything to do, but I'll be working. Yeah. Air quotes. Slash just farming more of your boomalopes. Yep. Like, (laughs) I... I'm trying to figure out a good space for my desk so I can have my laptop on top of my PC and try to figure that out so I can like be working and still be playing video games. Um, it's a whole big chaos mess. There's a lot of things shifting in my work right now that's been crazy and no one knows what they're doing. And people are leaving. People are getting promoted. Um, not to mention the stuff that the president has done. And that is radically shaking up things in the government. Uh, and it's something that every president does and not trying to, you know, say what political party is better. But every president does this where, you know, Obama got elected and he reversed all of Bush's policies. Uh, Trump got elected and reversed all of Obama's policies. Biden gets elected and he reversed all of Trump's policies. It's that same thing that happens with every presidency ever. So Biden did that, so now there's a whole big shift in the government and how we have to organize things, not to mention he did pass, I think it's passed, or they're talking about passing, or it has to be done by a certain date, I don't remember, uh, $15 minimum wage across the government. I think they're trying to put that into the bill, to the, uh, like the relief bill. That the no, relief no, they're bill, trying to. The relief bill uh, just got passed through the Senate. Oh. Yeah, the things that the Republicans were trying to do, uh, basically the Democrats said, eh, and they passed it anyway. So it has actually went through the Senate yesterday or Friday. I'm going to say, I thought I saw something about it, but something about it made it seem like something was still... No, the Republicans are mad because the Democrats did what the Republicans have done, which is basically said, eh, we're going to do it this way, screw you guys. Because the Republicans came back... um, and said, we will, to make it a majority, you only needed like 10 Republicans signing off on the bill to make it go through the Senate the way the whole thing works. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 10 Republicans came to the Democrats and said, if you do this, this, and this, we'll go along with you. And the Democrats said, nah. And they just threw it through the Senate. And then Camille Harris voted for the Democrats and broke the tie. So it got passed. Uh I do probably going to be seeing a lot of that in the near future. Probably. So the $1,400 check will be happening. Uh, the thing that worries me the most is that they said uh, an undefined level of richness. I forget the, what the right terminology was. So like the first stimulus check, you didn't get it if you made over 75000 Like you just didn't get it. Well, that is not defined in this bill. Yeah, so that could go either way. The Republicans wanted to make it so if you made more than forty grand, you weren't going to get it because I was considered rich. Yeah. Uh, but the Democrats didn't go that route and passed it, but they didn't define what is rich. Yeah. I'm guessing it's probably going to be 75000 
if you make more than seventy five thousand, you won't get it. I don't know. I only know Which, the. I mean, to me, like as a standard American, seems like a fair number. Yeah. Well, there were studies done when the first stimulus package did that. Um, uh, the people that made more than seventy five k didn't spend it; they just put it in savings because yeah. they didn't need it. Yeah. Um. So they're trying to figure out who is actually going to spend this money. I already have that money earmarked, so yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Um. So yeah, my work is chaos because of all the stuff that Biden's doing and what Congress is doing, and this whole uh, part of my job that requires us actually doing stuff, and we haven't been doing it for a year. Mass chaos is crazy, and uh, it's a dumpster fire. And my motto has been lately: uh, even dumpster fires keep you warm. So that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> As you wear your fingerless gloves. As I wear my fingerless gloves. <laughs> um, Michael Jackson. <laughs> So that that's kind of the, my work update. Like everything's just ca- kind of chaos right now at work, and it's fun. I'm laughing because I, I told my boss, like, "What about this? What about this?" Kind of playing devil's advocate, and like, none of the managers even considering that and don't know. Yeah, and I'm like, "Hmm, cool. Glad I don't make six figures, and you guys do." Yeah, <laughs> I'm just along for the ride because my boss was like, "You should say something to the managers because I'm sure they haven't thought about that yet." And I'm like. I'd rather watch the dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's where I'm at right now with my job. Uh, that's a paycheck. And I'm not going to go above and beyond. I will once, you know, I'm working and doing things, but I'm not going to go out of my way. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> until they settle the dumpster fire a little bit? Yeah, yeah, until they figure out what they're actually going to do. It's going to be crazy. Like, there's even rumors of us having a maxi flex schedule. So, like, uh, instead of working 9 to 5 with your laptop at home, you could work, I don't know, 6 to 8. Be off for three hours. Come back and work two or three hours. Come, you know, and have, like, work before midnight kind of a thing. And as long as you do your thing. Hmm. Yeah, but you can't work overtime under that schedule. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, because you could just make it up. Um so there's that schedule where you can just work the standard, you know, six to six or whatever, yeah. between six and six. So that would be interesting how my job changes. Yeah. Uh, um, not to mention if they need more people, they could just hire people and not worry about office space anymore. Right. So, yeah, that's going to be crazy and there's going to be a lot of shifting and my job description may change completely because of the new federal uh, minimum wage. Perfect. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, I'm a government federal employee, and Biden's given us more power now, so it takes an act of God to do anything with me. <laughs> so, yep. you know, under Trump's policy, they could, it was like uh, the right for work crap. They could fire you for whatever reason they deemed well, but yep. Biden just overturned all that. So now it takes an act of God. And then if I even do get laid off, the federal government has to find me a spot. Yep. So. Which will never happen. No. So, yeah. I'll be uh, collecting my pension in 20-something years and <laughs> being an old Bye. man. <laughs> being an old man and be like, hmm, that was a crazy year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, what's been going on in my life is I'm still processing uh, Matt's death. I, I'm still dealing with a little bit of that. Uh not to bring everyone down, but the funeral service did happen, I think, last week, and I didn't go to that. And there was one in Texas that I didn't go to, and that was a whole weird situation. I won't get into it, but 
uh, I'm still processing it. I'm still reeling about it. Um, and this is why I mentioned earlier I want to go to Texas. Uh, I have dear friends that live in Texas that were really close to Matt that I want to go and see. Um, so I'm waiting for that stimulus check to buy wheels and tires for Sally so I can bomb down there, cannonball down there to Texas and uh, hang out with them for a while um, and be there for them. And the kind of processes that <coughs> with them. Um, so that's kind of been my headspace lately is still reeling from that and thinking about that. And um, yeah, that's a hard situation all around. There's not much awesomeness there. Uh, so I'm still thinking about that. Um, but like I said in our pre-roll Twitch that will get edited out um, for the benefit of these guys, uh, we've missed a lot. The last uh, since the turn of the year, we celebrated the holidays. We talked about what we expected in 2021 and what we kind of wanted to do in 21, 20, yeah, 21. And um, then Matt passed. Uh, so we missed a whole lot on the show that I think we need to catch up on. Uh, like, I don't know, the whole melting down of the Capitol and the protesting. We haven't addressed that at all, um, uh, which honestly was kind of led by crazy racist people and Christians, which is awesome. I don't know if anyone caught that Yep, gamut of things. And that's kind of what I'm leading into with the main topic, even though we're an hour in, deal with it. Um, uh, how it's Christians that are doing this. It's not just uh, the lunatics holding up the uh, southern flag. It is Christians, you know, thinking that Trump is the Messiah that has come to save the country and being violent. People died in the mm -hmm. Capitol yep. because of this. And there's people that claim they're Christian. I I saw one video and I posted it in our Discord chat. And I don't even think Drew saw it. Uh, where is that crazy guy that's been memed that was wearing the horns? Yeah, the QAnon motherfucker. Yeah. The QAnon shaman. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Uh, literally praying at, in Congress in the Senate chambers where the vice president sits. Praying. And like talking about Jesus while they're inciting violence. And there's that guy that got arrested by the FBI who had, um, oh, what do you call those things? Uh, the binds, uh, the. The like plastic wrap, uh, the zip ties, zip ties, like yeah, and it's Christians doing it, all in the name of Trump, and claiming Jesus, and, and that made me really angry, as you expect if you listen to this podcast at all, because that's not Jesus, that's not Christianity, that's nothing to do with the Bible. Um, and I think it is the common thread of the Americanization of Christianity. And what I mean by that is it's no longer invoking the name of Jesus. It is a political party. Now it is not Christianity. It's no longer thinking that Jesus is, a, is in control. It's about a political party being in control, the Republicans or Trump even. It is a, a consumer like faith that, is instant gratification and it's about how many likes views influence and control that you have rather than who sits around your dinner table and being disciples of that's what i mean by americanization of christianity 
It has become capitalistic. It has become consumer-based. It has become about a political party than it is about Jesus. Um, and a lot of my last year was holding up a mirror to that and saying, this is BS, this is bullshit, and being angry about it. Um, talking about how it's been wrong, it's been anti-gospel, it's been anti-Christ, only to see the influencers, the mega churches speak a message of hate and of anti-people and to radicalize this congregation. And it just, it makes me so livid and so angry and so mad that I oftentimes have to take a break and be like, oh no, I shouldn't get on the podcast and just scream profanity into the microphone. But at the same time, it's like, we need to be holding up a mirror and saying, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is so wrong. So there's this video. Um, and I'm going to explain the video. I'm not going to link the video because, again, I, I, I don't, don't want to promote it. Don't want to promote it. Uh, but I found this video on Reddit in the St. Louis City thread, which is our city that we live in, uh, that subreddit. So, like, each city has, like, their own subreddit, and they talk about what's happening in St. Louis or Kansas City or wherever you live. Like, hey, there's a festival. There's a festival. Or, hey, I just moved to this town. What do you guys like to do? We like to eat toasted ravioli and our flat pizza. Let's deal with it. <laughs> that kind of thing. That's what usually happens in the St. Louis subreddit. Well, someone posted this video because there's been all this crap with Christianity and the Republicans and these uh, mayors and governors all claiming the name of Trump and they claim to be followers of Jesus. So someone posted this video from the megachurch, not the megachurch that we talk about all the time, a different big megachurch that is in St. Louis. Uh, and in this video, it was only a 10-minute supercut of this guy, this pastor, speaking. Um, and I had... I couldn't watch the actual sermon this came from. I sent that 10-minute video to a friend who then watched the sermon and literally told me, you shouldn't watch the whole sermon because <laughs> it'll make you angry. <laughs> so I was like, all right. But they did fact check it for me. Like the things that he did say in this 10-minute segmented video, he actually said in context on the sermon, if that makes any sense. So what he says, and this is going to be a me-dominated episode, but it's fine. What he says in this video. I'm here for the show, baby. Yeah, right. Uh, he says in this video that we should reenact the black coat preachers of the revolution. So keep that in mind, and I'll give you guys a history lesson. The black coat preachers of the revolution was uh, people claiming the name of Christ and saying, the only king for me is Jesus, not the king of England, and actually led some militia into the war of the revolution. Now we can get into semantics and we can get into the weird stuff about how probably a clergyman shouldn't be raising war. That's kind of not what Jesus is all about, but also standing up for what they believe in and representing the country and representing this new government and that whole bit. The revolution is kind of a big deal and throwing away a government that was basically tyranny and all that stuff. So you have these clergymen who... Uh, take upon the call for this country that they believed in to throw off this other tyrannical, the English, blah, blah, blah. Okay? Well, that is the context. So the context that this preacher is using these black coat preachers in is referencing the capital. We should raise up our militia and go and fight in the capital. Is anyone angry? 
Or is it just me? I mean, here's <laughs> my thing is I love these people who talk about the militias, like they're going to get something done. But they clearly don't really pay attention to how much money we put into our military budget. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to get smashed real quick. Right. Well, and I could even argue on the side of those clergymen and the revolution probably shouldn't have done that. They probably shouldn't have. That's not what Jesus is about. And in fact, if you want to study the intertestamental, uh, intertestament period, um, uh, and it's not in the Bible, but like the book of Maccabees, it's not. Uh, there's a huge, big, long debate about the book of Maccabees 1 and 2. Uh, and there's reasons why that's not in the Bible. Uh, but like in the Catholic Bible, I think the book of Maccabees is in because it, it doesn't deal with the lineage of Jesus. Like if you really look at the Holy Bible with the Old Testament and New Testament, the common thread is Jesus. Yeah, You can find it in all of the books of the Bible. There's something referencing Jesus in some shape or form. That's how they determine what books were in the Bible. Oh, they talk about Jesus. It should probably be in the Bible. So the book of Maccabees has nothing to do with Jesus. It's that time between the Old Testament, that whole you know 500 years when Jesus pops up. And in the book of Maccabees, you have all these wise prophets coming up, leading uh, militia or wars against the ruling party. So you had like the Babylonians who came in. So then you had this crazy prophet going, I'm the Messiah and take a bunch of people, Jewish people, and then go against, I don't know, the kingdom of Babylon and then die. And then all these Jewish people are like, oh, I guess he really wasn't the Messiah. <laughs> Like, that's the whole book of Maccabees 1 and 2. So you put that in context when Jesus shows up and why people are like, why aren't you leading an army of people against Rome? And Jesus is like, my kingdom isn't here, you fools. Yeah. Like, it's not the purpose. It is about uh, eternal life. It is about getting rid of this life and going to eternity. Like, duh, I'm not leading a rebellion against the Roman Empire. I'm leading a rebellion against your heart where you want to be a part of like the Roman and blah, blah, blah. And it's way bigger. It's way bigger than anything that you ever know. And that's my argument here. It was like, we shouldn't be invoking violence and saying, go and attack the capital. Like, no, Jesus didn't even care. Jesus didn't. Yeah. He didn't lead a rebellion against Rome. He said, what is Rome? What is, is Rome? Great. And even in the Bible, the Bible that these men are supposed to be preaching about literally say, respect your authority. Whatever government you have, respect it. Yeah, I don't know if we <laughs> talked about this before, but I was relieved when driving past our old church <laughs> to see that they changed the sign from pray for Trump to tra pray for Biden. Oh, that is that is helpful. Yeah. That is helpful. Um, that makes me think differently about that church now. Yeah. But it's still like, you don't have to invoke either name. You can literally just say, pray for our president. Yeah. 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 No. And, but the thing that still <laughs> bugs me is that they still put like the verse address. Yeah. The first Timothy, whatever it is. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, not only does he talk, uh, this preacher in this big mega church talking about how uh, these preachers and religious leaders should lead a rebellion against uh i don't know i guess the democrats because you know they're satanic in what and i i don't know i don't human know traffic something about human trafficking I, yeah there's a bunch of yeah, there's a bunch of bullshit 
Like QAnon, he, it, I, all of anything that they talk about in QAnon is yeah, and I'm pretty sure the Democrats aren't doing human trafficking. It's probably a whole gamut of people that are doing it. Yeah, probably Republicans uh, too. Yeah, like, that probably is a bipartisan problem. <laughs> probably people in a bet. Probably, um, and oh, let's be weird and creepy about this. It's probably rich white people doing it. Probably, yeah. which are mostly Republican. Hmm, hmm. Shot, weird. shot there. <laughs> uh, so he talks about the black coat preachers and how we should start a rebellion in the name of Jesus. He then talks about how uh, the gay agenda is destroying our children. Yeah. Uh, he references the BLM and how that's destroying America. Uh, and that's when I stopped watching this 10-minute video. Uh, because my blood was already like, I, I felt like my heart was going to explode out of my chest. Because that's not Jesus at all. And if I hear another Christian talk about how the gay agenda is destroying America, I will literally say it is a Christian agenda destroying America. It is. 100%. Mm -hmm. 100%. I 100% agree with that. (laughs) Because it's not even the Bible. If you read Romans 1 and 2, and I'm not going to read it all... But it literally says in Romans 2, like, if you're judging these people, you get the wrath that you don't want. It literally, in Romans 1, talks about uh, people that are acting unnaturally against their body and stuff like that. And lists a whole bunch of stuff that is, like, evil and wrong. Um, And it, it talks about how God lets them do that because of free will. Like, live your life. You have free will to live your life. And, um, you know, these things, you'll have wrath. If you're a liar and a cheater and you don't believe in Jesus, you'll have a wrath. And that's the danger. And a lot of preachers and teachers use that verse to shame people and say, see you dirty liar going to hell. Fags go to hell. That language. And they're using Romans 1 to say those kind of things. But then they skip Romans 2 where it says, if you're doing that, you deserve hell too. Yeah. Literally. Read it. It is there. I promise you. I'm paraphrasing it in my Tim way, but it's there. He literally says, if you judge people, you incur that wrath too. You're no different than the liars and cheaters and people that hate. Because you are hateful. Because our job as Christians, our job as Jesus followers is to love, not to hate. So if you bring up this gay agenda bullshit, you're hating. If you say fags go to hell, you should go to hell. Because that's not love. You're drawing a line in the sand. You are drawing a line in the sand saying, these people don't deserve something that you don't even deserve. I think of, and a great, there's two examples of this and how Jesus handled things. The first one that I came up with was a woman in the well who was adulterous, who was cheating and sleeping with several men. Yeah. What did Jesus say to her? Yeah, what you're doing is wrong, but go to the well anyway. Thirst, no more. Love me. Didn't talk about, he didn't call her a slut. Didn't call her adulterer. Didn't call her whatever or whore. Just said, love me. Yeah. That's it. The second instance I can think of is when Jesus literally draws a line in the sand and says, Thou, thee who have not sinned, throw the first stone, yeah. and everyone walks away. Yep. <laughs> like, 
this agenda, this Christian agenda where we have to shame people and, and hate on people to prove a point or to have influence or control is completely bullshit and completely anti-gospel and completely anti-love that is destroying Christianity. And I don't want to be this guy, but I'm going to be this guy. The crazy, you know, the people that quote revel- revelations and how it's the end of the world. Okay, let me go there for a second. We think in this Bible that, oh, things are going to get wrong and we're going to be persecuted and how things are going to, you know, there's this evil that's going to come upon us and Christianity is going to be torn up. It's happening and we're the ones doing it. Yeah. That's what I see too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're the ones that are ruining Christianity. We're the ones that there's going to be a time where these people that are atheists are going, all you've done is spew hate and want control and money and capitalism. No, no more. (laughs) And it's terrifying, and we're the ones doing it. And all in the name of Jesus. Uh, And it's making me so angry and just so disappointed in Christianity as a whole where I don't even want to identify it anymore. And, um, I mean, you probably identify with Christianity as much as Trump does. <laughs> probably because I, I, I don't know. I actually believe in the Bible. Yeah. I actually believe in Jesus. You've actually read pages, <laughs> books, books, whole oh. books of the Bible, <laughs> whole books of the Bible. And then books about the Bible. Like, uh, it is so just disappointing and, and not allowing, I don't know. The whole concept of uh, people having an agenda against you is completely flies in the face of Christianity because it's not me who changes people. I'm supposed to love people. I'm supposed to hold up a mirror to myself and say, these are the things I need to work on to make myself a better human. These are the things I need to work on. I'm going to then reflect that in love and kindness to then change their hearts. It's not me that does it. It is God entering into their lives that changes them. It's the Holy Spirit. And we don't teach that anymore. Nowhere in the church will you find a message like that where you allow the Holy Spirit to have control and change people's lives. It is all about the agenda. It's all about, well, this is what I say. It's all about controlling the narrative and look at me and look at me instead of, I don't know, stepping aside and letting the Holy Spirit do its job and loving people regardless of who they are and what they've done. And the only time Jesus went after people, and I'm using big air quotes for that, was against the religious leaders. And he said, you brood of snakes, you've got it all wrong. Or when he was slipping over tables in the temple. Yeah. It wasn't against the lepers. It wasn't against the gay people. It wasn't against whatever agenda. It was against the religious leaders saying, you guys are idiots and you're not loving. And all you want is control and power and money. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening in America. It has become an Americanization of Christianity. It's all about power and influence rather than a dinner table. You feel better now? I do. I've had that pent up for a while. I can tell. There wasn't really much for me to give dialogue (laughs) in there, so I just sat back. Um, That video has really sent me off. I can believe it. And it's a huge mega church. And the influence that they have probably have had is astonishing. And uh, going back to that St. Louis subreddit, you know, there was other threads, you know, 
there was one guy that said, this is why I don't believe in God and why Christianity is bullshit. And if you go to a mega church, I think down on you. Uh, there was another person that said, well, I didn't go to that church specifically, but I went to a different church and all they did in our Bible study was talk about Trump. So I stopped going. And I'm like, okay, that's a limited pool of examples, but I have to believe that's happening everywhere mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and more people. Yeah. Where we're invoking the name of Trump and a political party rather than actually reading the text. That's something that I am curious about just because we don't go to church really anymore. And even if we did, I mean, we watch the sermons online every once in a while. But like, I wonder about small groups and like small situations within a a larger church. And I'm like, the moment someone would bring up Trump or something like that, I'd be like, well, what are we talking about here? Right. Why are we talking about this? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to, are you trying to create issues? Are you, I mean, I don't know. I like just, I think it's just not the church's place to have those discussions unless you're saying like, well, I hope and pray that, you know, our leaders are making the right decisions. You Which know? is literally what the Bible says to do. Yeah. You know, and it's like, we don't, first of all, we don't have control over the decisions that these people are making to begin with. So making a fuss. Aside from voting. Right. But making a fuss about it's not going to do anything for us. Um, and also like making a fuss about it and getting so bent out of shape about who's in office, like just proves that you don't have faith in God god at all right you don't right you only have faith in yourself and the people that you think belong uh, in a world leader position or anything like that and like if you mention like if you're a churchgoer and you've mentioned trump on a daily basis more than you mention god you've got an issue 100 percent. so yeah i mean even looking at the context and the historical context of when the Bible was being written, they had to deal with Caesar, um, who was literally killing Christians for the sake of it. I mean, this is happening in the disciples' time. I mean, Paul, who was Saul, was literally killing Christians. Do you see them much writing about the political party and the political agenda or about Rome a lot? No. No. In fact, uh, uh, Paul then writes, you know, uh, pray for your leaders. Yeah. The same people that are going out and executing them, and he's saying pray for them. Yeah. And was jailing and arresting him. Yep. Who then later got probably beheaded or killed. And he's saying, no, pray for them. Yeah. I think something that <laughs> has twisted here in the United States, and it, you know, a big part of it is social media's influence on everyone's perception of what things are supposed to be and how things are supposed to be you know people get so angry with those who say you know thoughts and prayers for those who are in this dire situation and like they get so angry and say that you know saying that doesn't do anything and it's like but also what how, how is it affecting it negatively right you know like do you think people are mentioning that because they're not thinking about it because they're not concerned. Right. Are they trying to per like make themselves look good online? Like maybe. 
Yeah, that was, that's what I was going to say. But, like, why do you care? Yeah. You know, like, because it, it's... Especially if literally the statement comes out where, you know, something bad is happening. And the... You know, our president's having a hard time making the right decision, quote-unquote. Why are we mad when people say, I pray that this person makes the right decision? Why? Yeah. You know? I get it. Yeah. I, I mean, I have two brains about that. Like, at one point, like, I want to make the mention of, like, so you're mad that we take something that we really believe in and really think that will change or influence and really is a part of Christianity and that identity, and you're mad because we're actually devoting time to that. Right. Uh, my other brain goes, why do you even have to say thoughts and prayers? Right. Why not just do it? Yeah. Like, anytime someone tells me, and uh, I'm sorry, this is going to sound ridiculous, or you may even get offended about me, oh, I'm praying for you. Yeah. I, I feel like you're just saying that to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Just pray for me. Mm-hmm. And that's part of my Assemblies of God Pentecostal background where a lot of that is just for noise and show. Yeah. To look at me, oh, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you in tongues. Look at how spiritual I am. Yeah. Instead of just praying for me and being silent about it. I get that on some level, but I also think that some people need to hear that they're being prayed for. Yeah, and I absolutely agree with that. And that's why I have two brains about it. And I think it's about who that person is and how genuine they are. Right. If it's some stranger from the internet, I have to think that they're only doing that to make themselves feel better. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my thought on it is something that I kind of battle with a lot in my head is... Uh, you know, faith without without acts is dead, mm-hmm. yeah. and acts without faith is dead. Mm-hmm. And it's so like I never, I can't recall a time that I've ever been like, oh, my thoughts and prayers are with you. Anytime something serious happens, I kind of go for, let me know if you need anything. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I can help. I don't know what's going to matter to you. Well, that, that's an appropriate response, and then you pray for them. Yeah. Like, or you pray over them. If if it's that tender moment where someone comes to you, you can always say, like, can I pray for you? Yeah. Um, You just don't make a show about it. Right. Exactly. Which is what I feel like that hashtag, you know, thoughts and prayers. Sure. I mean, it's hard for me to say that anyone that's actually saying hashtag thoughts and prayers really being that serious. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) Hashtag blessed. (laughs) I think I've got, like... Once again, this is kind of trying to play devil's advocate advocate for people who are genuine yeah. on social media about their faith and everything. You know, we we have this perception of these people that they're fake and they're trying to make themselves look like good people or something. It's like, what if they are just good people? Yeah. And they're letting they're letting people know that they're recognized. Yeah. That you're not alone. That there's people thinking about you and hoping for the best for you. Like, absolutely. You know, and I think we always try to twist people's intentions and I get it because being skeptical, skeptical of everyone is kind of something we have to do these days, especially in a social media platform. Right. Um, but I think I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, I want to take these people more seriously. 
I want to talk to these people and say like, so what's your, like, what's your angle, you know, and discover whether or not they're genuine. And, you know, I mean, I don't know what the best way to do that is other than just to confront people about what they're saying, but right. I don't know. I think, I think all too often, I don't know. We just shit on people. The shit on people. To shit on people. And <laughs> well, it, it goes, some days, it, yeah. Some it goes. Days. It goes anyway. Like whether you're talking shit on people who say thoughts and prayers, or whether you're shitting on people who shit on people that talk about that. Right. You right, know, right. it's just like this endless cycle of hate. Yeah. And uh, I think we could do well to like really everyone could do well to reflect Jesus in every way possible. And like that, that starts with uh, maybe the people who are in power in Christianity, maybe actually start preaching the fucking gospel <laughs> probably starts there. Uh, yeah. Um, or maybe just like question what your leaders in your religion are saying. Yep. Because if you don't doubt them, you're not doing it right. Right. Fact check me. Anything I just said, like fact check me, back me up, right. do it. I challenge you. And because I would love that dialogue, and prove me wrong. Okay, we'll have a conversation about it. I'm not going to be angry about it. I'm fine being wrong. Yeah. And uh, something this serious, I need to know when I'm wrong. Yeah. I just happen to know that I'm right. Right. And I could use the Bible to show where I'm right. Yeah. Or I don't know. Open up a history book and seeing, oh, that person's way out of context. Yeah. Um, and it's so sad that we have to do that with Christianity, who are supposed to be like the people that know things, yeah. uh, the trust, the the influence, and all that stuff. Like, mm. but I think you're right, true. It starts with I don't know, reading the Bible, yeah, and actually preaching out of it. Yeah. Ugh. I, we really have taken Jesus out of the church, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah, the church has nothing to do with the Bible or Jesus or who he was or who we should be anymore. Yeah. It's literally about, like, why we hate everyone else. <laughs> that's it. In a lot of contexts, yeah. Yeah. You know? like, I mean, that's why we have, what, different sects? Is because they can't agree amongst yeah, themselves. exactly. Like, the different denominations, yeah. 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 You know, I... It's funny because when I was younger in church, I felt like atheists were what Christians are now, which is like hating everything. Yep. You know, because this is just my personal experience. I never met someone who claims boldly that they're an atheist who is a friendly, kind loving person they are always just like abrasive and rude and stuff like that but now it's just like you meet someone who for the most part is bold and blatant about their christianity and it's like it's not a person i want to be around a lot of the time <laughs> yeah christianity i don't know it shouldn't be abrasive no i i don't know why we've forgotten that the main purpose of Christianity for us as Christians here on earth is to love everyone and to like maybe attract them to Christianity. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I, you were talking about earlier, I just don't get this, like, we're going to take what you've done wrong and tell you why this is sending you to hell or why you can't come to our church because of it. Yep. Like, why do you get to personally. qualify? What? I've run into that personally. Yeah. Why do other people get to qualify other people? Why do you get to say, well, this is why you can't be a Christian? You I've know what I'm saying? I've had that exact thing happen to me on yeah. dating profiles. I'm sure. Because, you know, dating profile, you say Christian. Yeah. So I was born and raised. Like, that's right. like, a little bit about my background. And I put something just, like, suggestively and funny in my profile. And I had this girl coming at me be like, well, that's not a very Christian way to talk. Like, that's pretty dirty. I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't. And that's the thing, too, is, like, people. When she wanted me to not say that I was a Christian. Right. It's like, But why does it matter? Yeah. You know? Like, I was like, wow. You can go F yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually said that to her. I was like, I don't. You can talk to your friends like that. But, like. You don't know me at all. You don't know me at all. You don't get to question my faith. Yeah. Well, I think the you know, stupid thing. Yeah, they can't see us anymore. It's reset a couple of times now. Cool, 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 cool. See if it boots back up. <laughs> Keep going. Keep talking. I'm not going to worry about it. Um, yeah. Something with this, this last year with COVID kind of being isolated and seeing the way that people have been affected by this situation because this is the first time in my life where something like this has ever happened um i'm really starting to kind of gain a little bit more empathy for other people's struggles like i always have been kind of selfish and just kind of like say well you know that's your fucking problem you can deal with it it doesn't have anything to do with me i'm much more empathetic now and i can understand people's struggles but I'm also, I'm also starting to notice that, like, empathy isn't much of a thing anymore, especially here in the U.S. Like, and that goes for anyone, right? Like, we don't empathize with people who may be outspoken Christians who are just a little bit too much of a Bible thumper. But then we also don't have empathy for the people who, you know, hate Christianity and hate religion and you know, we don't bother to understand either one of these types of people or anybody else. And like, why don't we try to understand each other? I don't, I've never understood that <laughs> because it, it takes a lot to understand a perspective and to gain knowledge and say, well, I don't agree with you, but I can appreciate your position. You know, I think a lot of people out there are just afraid of knowledge. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I mean, I'm angry at these people because they're wrong, and they're yeah. abusing the name of Christianity, which, if you read the Bible, is, like, a really bad thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, I don't want to use this expression, but I'm going to, like, there's a special place in hell for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there in the text. I can even pull it up in Greek if you want me to. Like, yeah. it, it's there. <laughs> Not making this up. Like, you're abusing the name of Christ. Yeah, and, like... I still want to understand why these people are the way that they are. I don't want to. It's it's hard to say that I want to empathize with these people because I really don't. <laughs> but it's it, I still want to understand. 
to even grasp some sort of inkling as to why they are the way that they are, other than the fact that they might have a mental health problem. (laughs) I I mean, if we really wanted to solve it, we would need to question, where are you getting this stuff? Yeah. Why are you getting this stuff? Like, where is this coming from? Why do you believe that the Republican Party is the Messiah and why they need to be in political control? Yeah. Like, where where do you find this? Anywhere in the Bible. Right. Oh, you're using this source that is completely taken out of context or by this crackpot yeah. that has some conspiracy theory about something? Okay, then we can deal with that. Yeah. Um, oh, you've learned from your psychotic pastor that writes articles about nothing? <laughs> that... And this is how you've gained your perspective. Like, you have this blind faith in this person, you know? Right. Like, I I don't know what it is about, like, the the draw of Christianity. I've always been a skeptical person where I've questioned everything and even told people. Yeah. Not just even on this podcast, not to pat myself on the back. Like, challenge me. Like, question everything that I say. Anything that I say in the context of the Bible, question it. Learn from Because that's how you learn. Yeah. If I if you if I went and said you know trust everything I say, you know how wrong that is, especially in in the Bible. Then you're just spoon feeding and you know here's your milk, have some more Bible instead of I don't know, looking it up for yourself, acknowledging it, seeing where I got something, and and that's how you grow as a person and as a Christian. And I don't know where this blind devotion for uh, homophobic white rich people came from. Yeah, I. I don't and why is it always men why is it always white men yeah like i i I don't i don't get it and i don't understand it and it makes me angry well that's society for you i mean that old societal norms have kind of like still crept their way into society today and it just for some reason people are afraid to question it and some people are afraid to question it, and then the people that are in charge are not going to let up that control. No. Which is why we're leading, uh, why the Christian church has been leading this way for quite some time. Yeah. Because it's dominated by this Christianity. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> when it get, gets down to it, you know, I, I think this is actually not the way the verse goes, but basically when the Bible talks about how money is the, it's not the actual root of all the evil, right? How do they, how does they say it there? The love of money. The love of money is the root of all evil. It's like, we're kind of seeing how that is true. Yeah. Especially here in the United States. And that's for, that's for anyone, not just Christians. Yeah. You know? And it's like, well, well, it is an interesting observation that uh, the people that are speaking these things, these hateful things, are rich white people. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. That's interesting to look at. They didn't have this money. What would they be saying? Yep. Probably not that. Yeah. Because that doesn't give them power and control. Probably what they would be saying is, you should be giving me your money <laughs> because you're rich. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> hey, give me your money if you're rich. Yeah. Um, help support I, the I deserve it. Yeah, I deserve and help support the podcast. I obviously need new equipment because it keeps linking out. Yeah. Thank you for still watching this Twitch, even though it's black. 
Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's another viewer. I don't know who it is. Oh, but, hello, other viewer. Uh, you know, they probably won't say anything in chat, but there is two viewers. Uh, there was three for quite a while, so we're we're going up. Oh snap! I did gain a follower too, so we're you know. exponentially growing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, by a hundred percent. Incredible growth rate, guys. Love it. Love to see it. Um, well, and that goes back. You know, I had this thought of the podcast and the show and what I want to do about it, and I've said this early on, like. We don't have that many subscribers. Um, there's hardly any views on the Twitch and YouTube. <coughs> Three today, and all time high. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. It's not about that for me. Um, if one person listens to this podcast and that influences them, and they change the way they're doing life and how they preach the gospel, or even changing an atheist's mind of going. Oh, the shit that I see on CNN with these crazy Christians storming the Capitol is completely bullshit, and that's not how I should view Christianity. Then I doing what I need to be doing. Yeah, this was never about having influence or money or having a big following. It is something that I wanted to do to give myself an outlet to not be a part of a church and with my friends. And I'm going to build on on top of that with doing vlogs and stuff with the car. COVID has really put a back, you know, everything's been a backseat for me with COVID. Bringing other people on the podcast, doing, uh, you know, uh, interviewing people across the country that I know for the fun of it, just for my benefit. Yeah. Um, and uh, hoping people enjoy it. Well, you know, it basically it's what makes me laugh and what I enjoy. And if you happen to fall in line with that, then great. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, too many people start like these podcasts or YouTube and it's, I get this question all the time when I meet people who I haven't seen in a long time. Like, so you're making money off of it? Is your goal to make money off of it? And I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> no, <at all. laughs> I'm doing it for me. Yeah. Uh, cause it was never about that and it's never going to be about that for me. Um, the thing that I would do with the money is. I don't know, buy a freaking camera that works. <laughs> For starters. <laughs> For starters. Uh, I may go back to the webcam and I just have crappy video. I don't, I don't know. We'll figure that out later. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I'm in a tizzy. I'm in a tizzy and I'm angry. So I get it. This is uh, one of the things you'll hear through the podcast for me this year is it'll I slowly just start saying I don't care <laughs> uh, because I have a I have a few friends that I talk to on a daily basis that can't shut up about world news mm -hmm. and they can't shut up about politics and all this kind of stuff and like I literally have just I have tried I am forcing myself not to care about stuff anymore and it sucks but it's like for my mental health I'm like okay this is where I have to be. I have to be there. So. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, especially with last year and this year, I get it. Yeah. I just have to care about uh, the Christianity part of it. Yeah. I really do. Um, and that's kind of my background and the kind of what I'm about. And uh, it it really bothers me that my Christianity, my beliefs are wrapped around this political nightmare that I don't want to care about. Yeah. It is so disappointing and so heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and that's why I keep talking about it because I, 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 I that's already my job. 
that I, I have to pay attention to Congress and what the hell they're doing because it affects my job directly. An act of Congress could say, you don't get a budget. Right. Luckily, they've been giving us money. You know, thank you, Congressman. <laughs> but I have to I have to pay attention to that for my work so I don't want to do it in my pleasure. Yeah. Um but when you start invoking the name of Jesus and you start abusing it, yeah. ugh, now I have to say something. Yeah. I'm going to say you brood of snakes. Yeah. Cuz that's what my king, my savior would say to. So, yeah, I get it. I don't want to pay attention to it either, but when you started invoking the name of Jesus and doing it in a shitty way, I have to say something about it. Yeah. And that's just how I'm wired and kind of why I started this podcast. <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> I think you, if you've listened to more than, I don't know, more than half an episode, you probably have gotten that. Yeah. And that's Hopefully. why. Otherwise, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I appreciate, Drew, your opinion about things and your frustration with things, and Curtis, you as well. And that's why I have you guys on the show, because I I, I need that balance of when I'm going, oh, my God, I want to kill everyone, going, oh, uh, there's a, you know, kind of a, this whole other side. Yeah. And a frustration of you going, I feel defeated and I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like a don't care mentality and also just like relinquishing it because it's like I need to have faith that God's going to handle all of it anyways and maybe not having this like rage about <laughs> shit anymore is probably a good thing for me yeah I get it you know I get it sometimes the rage is good true I like a good rage every once in a while yeah I'm typically you know, I'm kind of like the Hulk. My secret is I'm always angry. <laughs> so I'm kind of not trying to be like that anymore. I get it. You know? I get it. Um, I just don't have an outlet anymore. So this has become my outlet. Yeah. And that's basically all that. Um, I think that's the show. Any uh, further comments from you guys? Um, Dead song. I'm going to say, once again, you don't get to qualify people and who they are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Remember that mm -hmm. every person is a person, and sure, sure, they sure. deserve the respect <laughs> well, that just, anyone... Just don't storm the Capitol building with Confederate flags and call yourself a patriot. Well, I mean, yeah, don't do that, but also... <laughs> like, you can't qualify that was going to be my those. final thoughts. Like, you're not a patriot. Also... Uh, once again, if you're from St. Louis, you're allowed to be a Chiefs fan. Don't don't let anyone tell you. Otherwise. Yeah, I agree with Drew. Like I'm not even a Chiefs fan, and it's not anything against the Chiefs. It's more against NFL as a whole. Yeah, yeah. And Drew gets that. Drew completely understands. Oh, and gosh. for for the most part, he agrees with me. Yeah, but he was raised a Chiefs fan. I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm gonna wear my Rams jersey. Dude, do it for the Super Bowl. Uh, do it. <laughs> So, You're in a trigger mat, so that's perfect. Okay, <laughs> you guys. Uh, you guys know my friend Corey, tall guy. Maybe. Oh, Ryan's cousin. They're not cousins, not related at all. Oh, I thought they were. Okay. Corey Ryan. Corey. Yeah, tall yeah. guy. Anyway, so his girlfriend at the time, now wife, she went, actually went to Gonzaga yeah. for her undergrad, 
and like they had been dating and there was like the w uh what's the women's basketball WNBA. WNBA. It's not, no, no no college basketball sorry Oh, uh, the WNCAA. Anyway, they were having their like tournament game, and Gonzaga was going up against uh, uh, is it North Carolina Tar Heels? Yeah, that's yeah. the Tar Heels. Yeah. yeah. And so she's sitting on the couch. She's like, "We're rooting for Gonzaga." I was like, "All right, cool." If you guys don't know this, I actually have a pair of Tar Heel basketball shorts, and it was the only time that I ever actually wore them. Not because like I'm a big Tar Heels fan, <laughs> just I had the shorts and yeah. they were going up against Tar Heels. It's like this seems appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only That's reason great. why I have a Rams jersey is because there was a Rams player whose name was Demarco Farr. Mm. Gotcha. So, that makes sense. So I could wear a jersey with my last name on the back. And of so it. everyone probably is like, "Who's Far?" Yep, because <laughs> no one knows who Demarco Farr was. Yep. Unless you are in St. Louis sports. Yeah, I thought about wearing my Cardinals jersey. <laughs> or my, blue, my Blues jersey. Yeah, the Blues jersey. You're like, what's well, it's sports? It's fine. This is the, what, sports? <laughs> sports. Sports. It's sports ball. day. Sports ball. Everyone knows it's sports day. <laughs> Super sports bo- day. <laughs> Super sports bowl ball day. Uh, <sighs> stupid Super Bowl. Yeah, it's dumb, but. It is so stupid. Some people like it. Yeah. I, I don't really care about football, but. The whole reason why we're doing this, by the way, and Nick will hear this when he hears it, is just for the benefit of Nick. Yes, I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know Nick uh, is a super extrovert and wants to shoot himself in the head. And so, you know, we'll have people over. And I'm, I'm going to make some chili. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to do nothing, apparently, because it's all taken care of. <laughs> Nick's doing wings. I'm doing White Castle dip. Yeah. So, other than, like, cleaning the house and making sure everything's, like, you know, good to go, that's probably all I do. And I'm fine with that. Uh, it's only going to be, you know, a small amount, number of people, so don't, you know, at me with the COVID thing. We're all been around each other. Yeah, I'll shit yeah. my hand. We know our bubbles. Yeah, we're, it's the same bubbles. Everyone said one thing at once, and I brain farted. It's okay, you don't want to know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Something about a hand? I said I'll shit in my hand and throw it at you. <laughs> That's COVID safe. Exactly. I'll give you COVID. Uh, can you transfer COVID through poo? I'm sure you can. I don't know. It's an airborne disease. I, what if you're I heard something about this, but COVID? I wasn't sure if it was factual or not, and I never gave it like a second thought. Is it like they're saying? So like they have the oral swabs. Uh-huh. The nasal swabs are better. Uh-huh. Supposedly what I was reading is that they actually have an anal swab and it is the best way to prove. I don't know if this is factual. If someone was making a joke, that's where I left it. I was like, I don't, I don't, I'll find out what I need to find out. Like if someone says, we need, hey, we need to swab your asshole to find out if you have COVID. I, I guess that's what we'll do. Uh, well, I know the both the oral and the nasal really suck. Yeah. Uh, because the, I've had the oral one with like, um, oh, what's the throat sickness that you get? Um, laryngitis, strep throat. throat. They have to test you for strep. Uh, and that makes me gag and almost vomit everywhere. Yep. Um, and then I will say, uh, I felt massively violated when they shoved the swab up my nose (laughs) when I went to the ER. I felt violated. That's the best word that I could possibly think of. I felt it's violated. Very interesting way to put that. And <laughs> I felt shame, and I felt 
just gross afterwards. Like, what did this nurse do to me? I feel like I need a counselor now. Uh, not to make fun of any of that, but uh, that's how I legitimately felt. And then I felt like such a huge whiny little baby that someone stuck something up my nose. Yeah. Um, I, I but I did feel violated. Like, oh. Trying to jiggle my brain. <laughs> Give me a lobotomy. Don't uh, poke my brain. Yeah. Don't poke my brain. <laughs> my brain is left up there anyway. Don't want to get cotton swabs stuck in your brain. <laughs> when they do your autopsy, they, for some reason, are removing your brain. There's just a little tiny cotton swab right there. <laughs> the little fuzz? Yeah, the fuzz <laughs> stuck to it. He's got brain lint. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> No wonder he was an idiot. Yeah. God damn. His frontal lobe couldn't develop because of the brain lint. <laughs> it's like the belly button lint that you yeah. get. Ugh. Except for it's in your brain. Mm. Gross. That is so you gross. transferred from your belly button to your brain. <laughs> <laughs> what do we talk about on this podcast? I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> Let's have a super serious conversation and then completely derail. Well, we can't leave yeah. our listeners feeling so heavy hearted. That's true. At the end. Why do people listen to me at all? <laughs> Why not? Why not is the real question. Uh, like I've said early on, this is uh, the unfiltered, uh, unbuttoned person of me. Like, No, unbuttoned, you'd be in front of the camera naked. It's true. <laughs> um, Casting couch. Hey, I need to get a leather couch. Welcome to <laughs> the attic. The attic, yeah. In the basement. In the basement. That's why I kind of put up that shirt, because yeah. the attic was always in the always basement. Always in the basement. <laughs> um, uh, you know, even going to the churches that have given me massive freedom to do whatever I wanted, I always felt kind of constrained by denominational lines or having a certain speech or not being able to say a poop joke. Yeah. And uh, that's me. I'm sorry. And uh, if that's just me. You're getting an unfiltered version of me that you probably have seen in other snippets if you've been around me for longer than two seconds. And so there you go. You can have, and I honestly, honestly, and I'm going to look into the camera on this one. Honestly, I like cussing and preaching at the same time. Deal with it. <laughs> Keeps my attention. Kind of hammers the points down a little bit. Uh, yeah. I, it's a new thing. Uh, it's my new style. Yeah. Uh, Edgy. God. Profane church. Son of a bitch. Church of the profane. <laughs> hey, remember that one time when Michael didn't say hi to you at my house? I do. I do remember this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to actually have a point, but I don't remember it anymore. It's fine. Perfect. Yeah. I ruined it. It's fine. It's something about cussing in church. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I uh, deal with it. It's not cussing that's not allowed in the Bible. It's coarse language, which is like slander. Deal with it. Read the Bible. That's basically going to be my whole 2021 read. now. Just read the read Bible. The book. Yeah. The thing that you're you supposed to be preaching out of it. Learn something. Read it. <laughs> Actually read it. Don't take my word for it. Read it. I paraphrase Romans 1 and 2 so that you would have to read it. So read it. And learn something. Um, You know, deal with it. For it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I guess I'll do my post-roll banter where I promote stuff and things. What do we have today, Tim? I don't know. Oh. I'm changing the date of the podcast, which I said on the, uh, the top of the show. The, new, the episodes will now be released on the uh, second and fourth Mondays of every month. 
not that that matters to you if you're listening to us on the podcast because it'll just show up in the app on Monday instead of Thursday. But there yeah, you you'll go. find it. You'll find it. It'll be there. Nothing else will change. It'll just be earlier in the week. Uh, it's just a thing I want to do because when I actually go back to work, I'm going to be working a lot. And Sundays will probably be my only time to edit and the VOD, which you can watch the VOD of this podcast and watch how stupid our camera is on the YouTube channel, which will be in the podcast description. And if you actually want to watch us when the show happens and when we record, it is the first and third Saturdays of every month at 1.30 Central Standard Time, twitch.tv backslash between Alpha Omega and follow us there. Subscribe if you want to. If you have Twitch Prime, which is uh, you can do this for free. You can subscribe to any Twitch channel that you want to for absolutely free and kick us back like, I don't know, a dollar. Over a year? Uh, a month. Oh. Something like that, yeah. And uh, to put $1 it... One dollar a year. Hey, you know, if we get <laughs> if we get five people to Twitch Prime subscribe us, I will no longer be paying for the podcast. There you go. So... Breaking the, even. I'll be breaking even <laughs> instead of losing money on this podcast. Uh, you know, help me help a bro out. That is the only time I'm going to ask for money is to help me break even for the podcast. <laughs> 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 Which is five dollars. I really don't care that much about it. <laughs> it's five dollars. Uh, thank you for listening and dealing with our babble and goofiness and i hope when we do talk about serious things and i go on a rant and these guys react to it it does change your mind about something whether it be how you view christianity or how you view the bible or whatever i hope and i pray you know we talked about that (laughs) that uh it does sway something and uh just thank you for listening and whatever medium that you're listening to us or watching us on I, i sincerely do thank you Supporting me is awesome, and I'm really thankful that uh, I know people are listening, and I know people are watching that, and I thank you. I thank you for all of that, and um, and we're actually going to be now doing shows for 2021, and look for other things that I'll be doing, vlogs and stuff on the website. Uh, hopefully COVID, and we all get vaccinated, and actually, 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 actually I said it twice, I'm going to say it again, actually start doing things. It's uh, the dream with the website and writing and stuff like that. Uh, the beginning of 2021 was really hard for me and it's really been kind of crazy. So hopefully that settles down. If not, then great. We'll be hearing about it on the show and on the podcast. So thank you. If you are subscribed to the podcast, rate and review us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, or Spotify, if you can, and just give us a shout out. That'd be great. Uh, so yeah. And if you want to ask us questions, email us at betweenalphaomega1 at gmail.com. Why not? And you can ask questions or throw in your two cents or have us react to something. Please don't send nudes. <laughs> no, send dudes. Send, send dudes. Send dudes. dudes. I'm in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No nudes. Send dudes. <laughs> or, or don't. <laughs> I don't want to look at it. Honestly, I don't. Um so yeah, that's all I have. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.